you know, call the boys over to open up a jar or something. Like, hey, can you open this? I'm having trouble. Yes. They'd open it and they'd feel like, dun, 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 And I love that. Uh, And moms, you can do that. Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. We're going to cover several very important things today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think current topics from what's going on in the ministry world of us and ATP, mm-hmm. all things possible. Uh, but, but also headline stuff uh, because, folks, we want to be we we want this to be just like if you were upstairs in our living room mm-hmm. because. We're we're here at the ATP Training Center, Colorado, beautiful Colorado Springs. Weather's been great. Mm-hmm. Seasons are changing, but let's get to it. Make sure if you're not subscribed already, go to victormarks.com forward slash show and subscribe or YouTube or any of the other outlets. So, babe, yes, where do we start? Well, you know, I thought I would love to share um, a story. That happened very recently. Okay. We went to work out, and it was in the evening time, not our normal time to work out. So there's a different crowd there. There's there was more young men there. Yeah. And I oh, love yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes. So I love you struck up a conversation with these young men. They were 16 years old, and uh, one of the things that you said to them was, "Never take advantage." Of a young gal. Yeah. And, oh my goodness, I just thought, Victor, who is telling these young men, don't do that? Because the culture says otherwise. Yeah. Not only do you take advantage of them, but that's your purpose. That's what their purpose is, these young women. So I heard Jordan Peterson say this, and actually he got very emotional, but he said, young men have been demoralized today. Yeah. And it's, they don't know who they are. They don't know what their role is. So they just give in to the culture's idea of who they are. And you know what? On that, I, didn't, I wasn't telling these kids, young men, what to do. I was giving them permission to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's different. Uh, it, this is how I started the conversation uh, <laughs> they were they were getting on the machine and I was walking up to it. So they were kind of like, hey, were you going to use this? And actually I was going to jerk the chain pretty hard and say, get away from the machine. But they were really respectful. They're like, oh, sorry if you want to. I said, no big deal. I said, no, you guys go. I said, I wouldn't want to take y'all off. There's two y'all and just one old me. But I'd have my dog bite y'all if y'all acted up. And he started laughing. And this is what I said, hey, I just want to commend both of you for having and bringing and engaging in masculine activity as two young men. You know what their response was right away? They go, right? Like they know that it's not super common. And that, that, that 
led open to me telling them about you know what we do mm-hmm. and of course when they find out I'm the I show them the video because I always had that handy for conversation the world's fastest gun to saw him the guy was like oh my gosh that's you that's actually you you know they get all excited but then we really got into meaningful conversation of values morals moral code mm-hmm. doing what's right um, and I I am so hopeful for the younger generation because they want something that's big enough for their heart. Yes. So they just need men mm-hmm. uh, as great as women are. Women can't lead these young men no. into what's needed. Um, and as, you know, at a certain age, it's it's valuable. Mm-hmm. It's it's critical that young men get spoken uh, into their lives by, like they mentioned, they had a great coach who was a, uh, a veteran. So men want, I call them real models, not just role models, but guys that have done the deal can speak from a position of truth, not just book knowledge. And and I think it comes across even less preachy or, you know, putting them down. Well, I, I love it, Victor, because you do, you can strike up a conversation and because you use your hum- humor and everything, but when you're talking about these men, they want to be strong. I just look back at our boys when they were little. You know, they want to be strong. They they flex when they're little boys. They were on capes. They're flex. They're showing. See, mommy, look yeah. how strong I am. Yeah, that is in their DNA. I love that. They want to be strong. They want to be protectors. They want to be providers. But who is showing them that? You know what? This is how you're created. Well, honey, I remember that you would. You know, call the boys over to open up a jar or something. You're like, yes. hey, can you open this? I'm having trouble. Yes. They'd open it and they'd feel like, dun 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 yes. And I love that. Uh, and moms, you can do that. Uh, you know, let your kids do dangerous things in a safe way. I think Jordan said that too. Yes. Where, um, and so much of philosophy aligns. Uh, I actually, I posted one of his videos and did a split screen mm-hmm. uh, this week. It was, it was the top, I mean, it was the top post. And I mean, some things I, I I'm shocked more than anybody uh, when, when I see the, the reach, but folks out there listening, watching, they're, they're hungry for truth mm-hmm. and they want to align with people that feel the same way. So uh, that's, that's why I think it's important you know, for people to hang out together to to get the podcast of people they appreciate and enjoy. And um yeah, it, it's uh I'm 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 excited but yet a little bit challenged and concerned about some things. We're coming up on a midterm election mm-hmm. and uh I've heard way too many pastors and ministry leaders talk about, you know, well I just am called to share the gospel. I don't want to talk about like political issues like, you know, abortion, pro-life and all that. But yet it's, it's a moral issue. And that's, that's what I just don't get with some of these guys. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've, I've tried to be kind and then a little bit more spicy where I'll just say, well, pastor, all it takes is a little more courage to do both. 
share the gospel and talk about issues that matter. Mm -hmm. But most guys are concerned that people leave their church. And what I say is let them leave. Uh, our, our COO, Colonel Jeff Teagues, was in Delta. Thousand missions, never lost a man. Five bronze stars and a silver. He's, he's, he's a heavily decorated, highly respected member of the special operations community at the highest level, Delta. You know, one of the things he said, he never made a decision based on the advancement of his career when, he's, when he has to make a hard decision. And I think pastors should start to apply that same high integrity principle. Stop pandering to your flock or your board and do what God puts on your heart. But we, we got a nation in a state of emergency right now, right, Scout? Um, and uh, Scout agrees because we just came off an, an operation uh, here in the U.S. of helping those who've been trafficked or on the streets. And we, we did an operation with Homeland Security uh, investigation. And folks, we need Christians to get involved, to be a light. It says faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. Remember across the street from uh, that place in Kansas City was a church. Right. Mm. And I remember thinking, that church isn't doing anything to help these girls being prostituted, these women struggling. Uh, and one of them told me they went in that church, got zero help. Most of the time, modern-day church, for what they're trying to fit people into, uh, people who really struggle don't fit. And, um, or, in a real way, people concerned about the, the abuse that's going on. So many pastors are being busted for, I mean, absolutely heinous things, and I just go, why? So uh, I'll tell you right now, there's an organization that we, on YouTube, actually Instagram, uh, they're called Relentless Pursuit. Relentless Pursuit. You can find them at R P O R fourteen. They're now one of our associate teams. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I was so encouraged to see this. I mean, they're in the middle of Kansas City. They're on this the 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 road that the main they're on. Drag. I called mean, the blade. Okay, but but there's a name. Was it the blade? The blade. Yeah. Okay, so it's known for its prostitution. Yep. So they set up shop right in this community, and what I loved about it is the gals, the vulnerable of our mm -hmm. culture, that you know they they degrade themselves because they don't know that they're more valuable, but they know that this building is there for them. So yeah. they they walk in. <laughs> And they're loved, they're received, they're given food, they're given clothes if they need a, a place to rest. Yeah. So Rentless Pursuit, I love their heart. And he's a he's a sheriff, isn't he a police officer? He is. He he's uh, and he also is, he's in the special operations community. Um, so it takes someone like him, which is so sad, the church across the street yeah. that is supposed to be taking care of yeah. the vulnerable, does nothing. No. And if you meet Lee, who's the founder of this uh, you know, we have history with him, including uh, getting people out of Afghanistan and taking care of Afghan families here in the U.S. We, we posted about that. But he's a potty mouth. Lee's a ruffian. Mm -hmm. and, um, and yet I trust him 
more than I do a lot more pastors in the area of integrity and getting stuff done. Is that crazy uh-huh. or what? Yeah. Um, but there's a uh, too many Christians work on an outward appearance, mm-hmm. and yet their hearts inside they're just dying mm-hmm. instead of having light on the inside and being in the sanctification process. Um, but Lee has done more in in living out faith mm-hmm. than most pastors. I'll just say it because it's yeah. true. And I've had people tell me, Victor, don't be so hard on the pastors. Well, I'm only being hard on the ones that are jack wagons, not the ones that are, you know, doing the deal. Because, I, man, I encourage y'all. I love y'all. And it's hard. It's hard being in ministry. Remember when I tried being a pastor? I do. We That was in Louisiana. We started a little church. We did. We started a Calvary Chapel. Yep. Because we thought people would know about Chuck Smith. In Louisiana. And but you didn't. know you were not called, but you had to do that whole process to realize maybe I'm not called to be a pastor, which thank you, God. Yeah. Because you're not. You are an evangelist. Yeah, but it was good. We obeyed the Lord. We did. Left our comfort zone. and We were from California. You were. Went back to my home state. And for, was it two years? It was like 18 months. It. I mean, yeah, I had... You had I the had, days... The days, the weeks, the months down. (laughs) It was hard. But God showed me this is what it's like to be a pastor and a pastor's wife. Remember some women from the church or another church saw you at the mall and they lit you up because... I had shorts on. You're wearing shorts. I know, but you know... You heathen. I know. I mean, that was an exposure for me that I was never exposed to. I was not raised in the church. Well, you're saying exposed, but let's... Let's clarify. That was an exposure. Yeah, these weren't to, booty shorts, people. No, no, no. They were, but I was exposed <laughs> to the the culture, the church culture, a religious the, mentality. Right, that um, I'm, I'm actually glad I was because I realized, you know, God does not look at the exterior; He looks at the heart. Yeah. So that was a good learning lesson for me. And, and folks, it, it, when you want to do ministry, or when you want to follow the Lord, it's not like, oh, when I get to be. Then, no, it's the journey through in anything. Yeah. I mean, remember? 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 Uh, we, we had to live in a little hotel when we first got there I for do. a while. I was pregnant, and we had a little toddler. And I remember lifting up the couch cushion, and there were... Roaches? Hundreds and hundreds of roaches. Yeah, that uh, welcome to Louisiana. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, our budget was non-existent um but we've always sought to follow the lord wherever he led us to do whatever he wanted and and friends follow him Mm -hmm. that's the payday i think of one of my heroes of the faith um peter 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 i like peter Remember I made those bracelets? Yes. WWPD. Little rubber ones. WWPD. What would Peter do? Because I think I was more like him. I want to be like Jesus. I think I'm definitely more like him. But Peter, when he got out of the boat, it wasn't him saying, watch me walk on water, boys. He was saying, if that's you, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come to you. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be next to the Lord. The walking on water was just a byproduct of that, and that's what I would encourage everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't seek to be something 
because you'll leave the Lord behind. And there are times, self-admit, I've been so busy in ministry, doing stuff, traveling the world, hitting it. I mean, that I've I've stopped and said, Lord, I miss you. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I got doing what you wanted me to do. And that's so easy to do. It is. Because we're, we're doing things that are good. We're doing things that are right. But we, you know, we are limited because once we hit a wall and we haven't spent time with the Lord, you know, I, I wanted to go back and talk about, you're talking about churches and, you know, these people who, you know, they're leading, they're leading people, they're putting on big shows, they're, they don't want to lose their congregants. But I'm telling you, I think this is the reason in Psalms 36 and it talks about there's no fear of God before his eyes. So a pastor that is more concerned about offending the people that come to church rather than offending God, this is where I think this is the root of it. They're yeah. not afraid of God. They, it's like, do you not realize that you will stand before a holy God? I think this is missing. And the more that they get away from this, the more they get full of themselves and it's all about them. And didn't you just read something about a pastor that's going to charge an exorbitant amount of money? Yeah. For what? I think, I think it's Stephen Furick. Is that his name? Uh, and he's definitely got a gift of communication and a lot of people help. Uh, but, but I think he's one of those churches that are, uh, I think they're going to start to fade the show churches, the, you know, but yeah, they're doing a concert in LA and I read, I, I read from, I think Julie Roy's that the front row tickets are a thousand bucks. Tickets start at 40, but, and I understand, you know, events and all that. So, so is it a fundraiser or is it just a concert, just an event? I don't know. thousand dollars pretty stiff for a, for a worship band. Uh, yeah, for a worship wow. band, front front row seats. Um, so, hey, and if you like Stephen and all that, it's cool. But, man, thousand bucks. Make sure uh, if you got that type of money, uh, it, they are using it for good work. I, I, I'm i more of a Sean Foch type of fella. He's, he's a friend. We've done some events together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he 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 leads people in worship to the Lord. Mm-hmm. His presence strong, mm-hmm. strong, and uh, and believe me, he's just as strong in the presence of the Lord backstage than he is on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, you know, that's where I hold a lot of respect for him and his family. And they like us, just follow the Lord wherever. Lord, what do you want us to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Because I want us to continue this conversation. Okay. But folks, thank you. And listen, here's our plug. This show's being sponsored by Peaceful Sleep. It's how we get rest. Yes. Uh, even just this week, we we're talking. I've slept a couple of nights over seven hours a night. Yeah. Uh, last night it was six and a half. For me and my background, sixteen times to Iraq, Syria, uh, and the work that we do, sleep has evaded me often for many years. And I'll just tell you, this is the best, this is the best thing we've ever used well, from prescription yes. to everybody saying, you yes. know, natural products. 
so peaceful sleep and you can get it at mytria wellness.com yeah my true wellness yes. and and the sleep there are many things that we can go without in this life yeah but sleep is not one of them or even fabricate you can fabricate energy right caffeine, right right rest can't. there there is no there's no substitution no. for pure rest yes. so uh final thing on that what i love uh i've had bad dreams haven't i yes you have very intense dreams yeah yes coming out of the bed full sweats you know, the intensity of things I've done mm-hmm. or been through or how I'm wired. And uh, this, listen, I have really good dreams. Mm-hmm. They still may be stressful in the content, but they're not stressful in my emotions. So, you know, I have to shoot a guy. Well, it's all calm. I'm super calm. There's no, a plane's going to crash or a helicopter. I just get out of it. Right. You know, there's conflict. I know it sounds weird for a plug for a piece of sleep, but there's a big difference mm-hmm. if you're having to use a blade in your dream to stop an evil man. Uh, it, it's, all, it, it's all just calm to me. Some of you are going to get it. Some of you are going to go, wow, okay, that's really interesting. Uh, that's my first plug. So, yeah, this show was sponsored by Peace of Sleep, my com. God bless you guys. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do it for the glory of God. Now go get it done. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversations beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.